You ever wanted to sport your own swag and look great? Look no further than AA Embroidery. They sell hoodies, shirts, patches, your custom needs and wants. I bought a custom Gengar hoodie from them last year, and everywhere I go, it always gets compliments. As well as AA Embroidery drops new things every month and monthly giveaways. You can find them at A underscore A underscore Embroidery on Instagram or A underscore A underscore Embroidery.com. And if you find something you like, pop in the promo code Walker15 for 15% off. Again, that's Walker15 for 15% off everything. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Barely Legal. Uh, it's your host, Odd Truth. I wanted to start off the show by letting you know my guest is a very good friend of mine that I've known for probably almost 10 fucking years. Um, my friend Kirsten. Um, I wanted to start off the show. She is from Germany, so I wanted to start off the show with a song, Lemon Tree, that many Germans know, but it's, Kirsten, it's a song by an English group, right? Or a German group. It's a German group, right? It's a German group, and almost no German knows about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they sound they sound like they're like from the States, right? Their English is like perfect. Um, but yeah, I was... I heard from a friend that they love this song. It was playing at a wedding and I'm like, I don't know this song. Cause I knew like most nineties, like pop songs are very pop songs. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And he said, dude, every German knows this from like their childhood. And I'm like, what? And then like, I think I, I, I told Kirsten about it and she's like, holy shit, fool's gold. Like I love that fucking song. I love lemon tree. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so Kirsten, how is everything going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah. Nothing bad. Nothing, nothing new. <laughs> it's still <laughs> Corona. It still sucks. Um, it's still just working. No much free time activity allowed and stuff. That sucks. Is it like really restricted still? They, a lot of restrictions, uh, are gone since this week, I think. Okay. Okay. But the the numbers are like crazy. Really? Everyone's mm -hmm. getting it. Have you have have you or your parents gotten it or no? No. Oh, luckily. I Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess we can, All right. I I I will bring it up in a minute because it actually relates to coronavirus somewhat. So, um just for background information, I've known Kirsten like I said for about 10 years and I was when when I was in Rutgers as a student, I was part of this international friendship program and I signed up to just be matched with any person from, you know, from another country that's trying to, you know, learn the American culture and all that shit, or at least try to just go through the education system without taking in much American culture. So I, um, so I signed up for it and I got matched with Kirsten, uh, because I think I was taking elementary German at the time. I think it was first semester German and, you know, I didn't know anything and, Kirsten and I met up and we've just been kicking it ever since we got along very well. Um, and you know, we've had so many different adventures or different times hanging out. Like we've had so many memories. Um, I want to say Kirsten, do you have like any, do you have any example of like a really fun time with me or you or something that I did dumb or like something that we, it's just so ridiculous. Do you have anything off the top of your head? I definitely have a memory, but I want to see if you remember anything. Mm. My example just really shows a wrath of Germans. I think we're thinking about the same thing. That might be. 
Try me. I I think when we when we were in Freiburg. Oh no! Up the, up the hill, and you didn't push oh. me. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of, but no, that makes. Sense. And and the people were just like shocked because you were not helping. Oh my god! So all right, <laughs> that's really funny. I was all right. I'll explain that one, and I'll go to mine. So, oh my god! In twenty was that twenty sixteen? Yeah, in twenty sixteen, I went out for like a Euro trip for like two weeks, and I, Karen and I were meeting up for about two to three days. I want to say. Um. So I had a full day. And uh, Kirsten is, what would you say, paraplegic? Is that the, the okay. So yeah. Kirsten is paraplegic, and, but she's very, she's very fucking independent. Like, not only is she German, but she's independent. So, like, she really just wants people to just leave her the fuck alone. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, you know, we went up to, like, the highest point in Freiburg. It's in southwestern Germany, and it's, you know, it's next to the Black... Uh, no, no, it's in the Black Forest, and so it's nothing but, like, tall mountains and hills. We had to take a lift up to the, the tallest part of Freiburg, like the Freiburg Mountains. So, going up, I think I had to... I think I was helping Kirsten get up the hills, but we were flatlining for a while... And we're about to go downhill. Like it was descending downhill. And I said, Kirsten, let me help you. This is a huge descent. And she said, no, no, I got it. I got it. And I, I think we went through this about two to three times. And I said, yo, this incline is fucking insane. Like, let me help you. And she's like, no, no, I got it. So we're starting to descend a little before the incline got big. And we just see two tables full of like old fucking Germans. They're like 70 and 80 years old. And of course, older Germans, they don't really talk to you. They just fucking stare. That's what they do. Germans just stare. So, <laughs> so, so I'm telling Kirsten as I don't know. I don't remember if she was struggling to go downhill, but like I'm walking to the side and she's, you know, trying to at least, you know, keep keep rolling like almost downhill. And they're just staring. And I just, I think I just asked them like, Hey, how's it going? And they don't even answer. We're good. They just said, you should be helping your friend. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I've already gone through this with her. And like, they just stared and didn't smile and didn't laugh. Like they were so fucking serious. Like you should be helping your friend. Like I was the bad guy, even when I wasn't trying to be a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. You just are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was the circumstances were just. It, it it sucked, man, because I was put in such a bad place. And like, and when you're in a conversation with old Germans, like you can't win out of it. Like whatever they say, just let them go on with it. You're going to get chewed out for however long that it goes. You you might as well take the L. That's that's so. Ex exactly. <laughs> so the situation I had was. uh, It might have been you were at Rutgers for two semesters, right? Like a full year. Yes. Okay. So I want to say maybe the second semester, Kirsten and I got to know each other. Um, we were at Livingston Student Center. I don't know if you remember this, Kirsten. So <laughs> we were at one of the student centers and we were just hanging out. And I asked Kirsten if she wanted something to like snack on. I think it was maybe like a chocolate bar or something like that. And are you remembering this, Kirsten? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm asking her if she wants like something like M&M's or Hershey's bar or something like that. And she says, bring me back a Kinder like chocolate bar. And so I say, all right, I don't know what Kinder is. So let me go to the convenience store and see what I can find. And so I go into the convenience store and I find a kind bar. Like I, that's what I find. <laughs> so I buy it and I come back. And I'm like, well, here you go. Here's your, here's the the Kinder Bar. And she just looks at me. She's like, are you fucking stupid? This is not a Kinder Bar. <laughs> like, this is a kind bar. Like, do you not fucking read? Are you dumb? I'm like, bro, <laughs> I can't deal with these fucking people, y'all. <laughs> You're laughing your ass because <laughs> you know it's fucking. True. I wasn't that rude. <laughs> Point out, I wasn't that rude. No, no, she was. I was paraphrasing, but it, like you, were, like you definitely looked at me like this is. I think you probably, literally, you probably said this is not a Kinder bar. This is a kind bar. Like you should know the difference. <laughs> you should really know the difference. <laughs> it's too fucking funny, dude. And then I went to the convenience store <laughs> and bought you Kinder chocolate bar, which is just delicious. <laughs> oh my god. Do you remember at least? Yeah, no, I can. Like you actually went to go get a Kinder Bar and then brought it back and was like, "This is a Kinder Bar." Like that's yeah. the German in you. Like you, you have to say, "This is what you should have gotten." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm almost like my back is almost sweating from laughing at that. I'm not even joking. That's fucking funny, Kirsten. Okay. Do you know that what? Last last weekend, I went to the Rheinfall. Oh, again. did you? Yeah. Very nice. How was it? It was great. It still, was really great. Still we the, went together the last time I went. I was with you. Yeah. I think it was 2015. 15, yeah. It's 5,015. So, yeah. You know, um, from my relationship with Kirsten, um, she was an exchange student for a year. Um, and you went back in 2013, I want to say. 14. 14. So you went back in 2014. I hadn't seen you for almost two years. It was a year and change. Uh, and I got two tickets. I did an internship at Lufthansa. They gave me two round trip tickets. So my mom and I went and, you know, Karis and I have kept had kept contact between now and then. I mean, then and, you know, when I went over there. So we went, my mom and I went to Germany Um we saw Kirsten. Kirsten, you know, had her parents. I met her parents. Her parents met my mom, blah, blah, blah. Just like very cool in general, just great vibes. Um, and I think we went to where did I find it? Oh, uh, uh Constance. That's right. You were staying at you were living in Constance and your parents were probably what, like only like two or three hours away, I assume? Only one hour. Oh wow, that's a okay, that's a pretty cool distance. Um, so yeah, I, uh, we were just hanging out for three days and we went to the Rhinefall in, in Switzerland, which is the largest or the highest waterfall in Europe. I want to say it's not the highest. It's the waterfall with the, the biggest amount of water going through. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, so, so it's the biggest, the biggest in Europe. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. So, no, I actually really thank you for that because that was actually a very, very, very cool trip. Um, it worked out for everyone. Mm. Um, and so that was in 2015 that I was doing my Euro trip in 2016 and I stopped, you know, in Freiburg. And I have to, um, 
I gotta say this in German, Kirsten. Um, ich danke Ihnen oder ich danke dir für die Karte, um, the Freiburg, uh, you know, SC. I really appreciate it. My German is pretty bad right now, but uh, I really thank you for the uh, for the football tickets to get to Freiburg um, again. Ah. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, Kirsten and I, we hung out for about like two, three days. And she couldn't for some reason. You were oh, that's right. You were hanging out with um, uh, Rafael. That's right, uh, Rafaela. And uh, Kirsten could only get me one ticket to the Freiburg game. That's an amazing friend that she is. She couldn't make it because she was you know preoccupied with uh, Rafaela. Um, so she couldn't make it to the game. So she gave me she got me the ticket. Uh, to be able to watch like a Bundesliga uh, German soccer match. I really fucking appreciate that. I really owe you for that. I really do. Because um, that is really awesome that you were able to do that. Um, so we hung out. I would have been mad if I would have gone with you. Huh? Say that again? I would have. I probably would have been mad if I had to go with you. What? Why? What the fuck did I do? It's just me, right? Because it's soccer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't really like it, right? Who cares about soccer? Fucking Germans. You win you yeah. win the you win the fucking World Cup and you don't even appreciate the game itself. You're terrible. No. No. <laughs> and I don't like beer or Oktoberfest. What? Or... Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're so you're telling me you really like don't drink beer? Are you serious? I mean, I I do, but I don't like. No, <laughs> I don't like it. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I actually didn't. I don't think I knew that. I knew you didn't like I soccer. Knew that. You knew. That. I have a bad memory. Mm, okay, I, I did know it, and I just forgot. Yes. So so wait, if you go like you just whenever you go somewhere, you really just don't drink beer. Like you'll get like water or um, mineral water. Is that what you usually get, or like a soda? Depends. Wow. I'm amazed. I'm a I'm an uppity bitch. So like you know, people ask me, Javon, do you like drink beer? I'm like, no, I really don't because like American beer, unless it's like if it's a craft brewery or something that's like home brewed, I'm I could drink it, but like I can only save it for um, if I'm like in like Belgium or Germany. You're hilarious. So yeah, I know people listening. You can't see Kirsten, but she's like retching. Beer is just awful. It's, it's just it, it tastes like piss. <laughs> It's, I don't see, like, I, I can't, I can only say that. I could definitely say that for the can shit. I don't know because, like, I have a high respect for, like, local breweries that brew their own beer, and I'm pretty sure it's decent. But, like, the ones that, you know, the, the cores lie and the Bud Light and all that shit, it's, it's absolute garbage. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but that, that's not even called beer. <laughs> it's piss. It's just piss. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think anyone listening, that is definitely something to take in because that's a German telling you and nobody beers better, better. Nobody brews better beer than the Germans. But would you would you say, all right, Kirsten, we've I remember you told me this before. I can't remember if it was beer or chocolate, but is the best chocolate Belgian or is it the best beer that's Belgian? Because I remember you told me one time it's like one of them. The Belgians actually do it better than the Germans. Maybe it's Swiss chocolate and maybe it's Belgian beer, right? Yeah, it is. All right, that's yeah. it. It's okay. Swiss chocolate and it's Belgian beer. And uh, French fries, Belgian. Really? They have the best fries? Yeah, they do have the best fries. No fucking way. Yeah. 
Okay. It's amazing. But like, is it like the ingredients or like the way they do it? I don't understand. I don't know what they do. I don't know what it is. It's just <laughs> much better. Interesting. <laughs> much better. Now I have to go to Bel- now I have to go to Belgium and go get a beer to try it out. I mean, I yeah. I will say like you know, Lint is probably the only thing that like uh, I'm pretty sure they have different Swiss chocolates here, but Lint is pretty like fucking consistent with how good it is, even you know, packaged and, and distributed here. But being in Switzerland, like I said, we were gonna get back to it. Um, being in Switzerland, I think I did try like Swiss chocolate fondue. And it was pretty fucking good. Like, oh, I just get like a chill on my spine just thinking about it. It's pretty fucking good. I mean, the chocolate fondue. Yeah, yeah. I think I had. Yeah, I did. It's really fucking good, dude. Holy shit! All right, now, Kirsten. So it's my time to get chewed out. So to confess, you went to Switzerland without telling me. What the hell? So, so everyone listening, I have this thing where it's, if I ever go to Germany, it's a a tradition that it's like three things. It's a a tradition that I see Kerson. Yes. I get Wiener Schnitzel, right? Okay. (laughs) But it's also to get Black Forest cake. It's the, at least two of those three. It's a, it's a tradition. Like it's a requirement. So, Kirsten, I I decided in maybe early August that I was just going to take like a week trip. So I wasn't in Switzerland for a week. It was about six days. So I did about three days in Madrid. Uh, it was like a combine of like three days in Madrid and Barcelona. And then I went to Zurich for three days. So I did not have a lot of time to be able to travel outside. And I don't know, like the distance between Switzerland and Dresden is quite far. I didn't just want to spring it up on you. It's like, hey, I'm going to Switzerland. Like, do you want to come? Like, I didn't want to just spring it up on you. I guess it would have been good if I had just let you know, but mm-hmm. I, okay. I mean, right. I mean, the the flight from Dresden to Zurich takes an hour are you serious oh yeah i definitely That's fucked up hour i definitely fucked up i yeah. if you did i you <laughs> big time i'm sorry if like i all right i felt as though if you were like in constance got mending in like freiburg i know switzerland is right across the fucking border like that i i would have said something but because you were in dresden i didn't know your work schedule I didn't know what you had going. And plus, I think I decided the 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 trip like a week and a half in advance. So I that's why I didn't say anything. It was so abrupt. And I apologize. I actually do. Cause I didn't know Dresden was only like an hour flight. That's that's fucking crazy. I I wanna hold, hold, hold on a second. What's the train ride from Dresden to Prague? Is that like three hours or four hours? Uh I think it's only two hours. That's insane. You are like, you have, there's only an hour flight to Zurich and it's a two hour train ride to Prague. That's wow. Yeah. I didn't, I've been to Prague just over the, over the weekend last, no. Did you really? Ago. You Two years ago. You fucking mm-hmm. asshole. So I, so you blame me for not reaching out to you in Switzerland and I'm going to blame you for not inviting me to Prague because you know, that's my favorite city. You know, that's my favorite city. I know. 
<laughs> me, it only two, t- takes two hours, and for you, it takes, I don't know, a day? Very funny. It would probably, that could be probably maybe a six and a half hour flight, I would say. I haven't flown directly there for, for a very long time. Like, the last time I had a direct flight was back in 2012. I would assume it's a six and a half hour flight. Did you, wait, question for you. Did you ever hear of uh, my layover in Moscow? Did you ever hear that story? What I had a layover. Um, uh, I had a layover flight in Moscow. I was coming from Prague, uh-huh. so <laughs> it's not really that funny. It's just it's 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 a memory like etched in my in my memory. So I was coming back from Prague. I think I had like a ten o'clock flight, and the layover. I'm supposed to fly all the way east to Moscow, right? And then it's a layover, and it goes to JFK. I think I saved probably like 150 bucks by doing it that way. I didn't mind. It's a new airport. Maybe I'll see something. So anyway, I'm flying from Prague. And to this day, this is why I say I don't fly over the Ukraine. So I'm so the 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 flight, I don't know, trajectory or the schedule or the route. So when you leave Prague, you're going directly over Ukraine to get to Moscow. Okay. And I'll tell you to this day, I that was probably the most scared I've ever been on a flight. Like this is it was 2016. So this is six years before Russia invaded Ukraine, but it was just, it's very tense. So very, very um, scared. So I get to Moscow airport. It's probably like two o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning. And I think the flight going to JFK was like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. So I had a good like five hours to just hang out at the airport. And so I'm waiting at the gate and this flight from like, Tel Aviv, like Tel Aviv, Israel lands in the airport and like all it's like 200 Hasidic Jews just like getting off of the flight. Right. And they're just sitting at the airport. It's not the funny part. It's just that that's just what happens. So we're just waiting for the gate. And I think it's like five or five thirty in the morning. And I just hear like this noise coming from like the corner. And I'm like, bro, what the hell is that? And I'm just like looking. And I guess it was like prayer time. For like the Hasidic Jews. So like they're like all like chanting. Like they're all in chant. Like everyone's like looking. We're like, bro, what the hell's going on? It was just an odd time. That was <laughs> it's just, it was just so odd because like, hey, I've never seen people like, you know, like like chanting in a group. Like I've never seen it before. Even as like a Christian, like, you know, you'll you'll, you know, people don't congregate to like do prayers. So to see that like five or five thirty in the morning and like I didn't sit I saw it after I heard it. So I'm like, bro, what is that noise and where it's coming from? And I just see like it's nothing but like two hundred city Jews just like jumping up and down and like saying prayers and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? That's that's an experience at a Moscow airport. So I think my sister, they were trying to wonder where the fuck I was. And I think she called me. My sister was at home she was at my house i think they were throwing a party or something like that and my sister called me and she said javon where are you at we've tried to call you like a couple times where are you and i said whatever you do i'm in moscow please don't tell mommy that i'm in moscow she said javon what the fuck am i supposed to do like when she asked me what am i supposed to say (laughs) like you're like around the corner like what the fuck do i do so i end up getting on the flight I got to JFK and, you know, continue life as normal. And about two weeks after that, that was when Putin like 
he he didn't admit to it. He denied it, but like he slowly just like kind of subtly subtly admitted that he shot down that Malaysia air flight in Ukraine just for the hell of it. And I said, at that point when he said that, I said, there's no fucking way I'll ever fly over Ukraine again. To this day, I haven't flown over Ukraine, and I probably won't. And you see what's going on now. So, yeah, it's some shit, dude. <laughs> That's some shit. We're we're gonna come back to that topic. I um I wanted to ask you for like you know listeners, um, you were in the U.S. for a year, okay? And what were some of the experiences that you had, or some shit that you had to get used to in the United States, um, culturally, like you know, socially? What would you say? Was some of the shit that you really fucking hated, like living in the states for like a year? What really just like got on your your fucking nerves? Ooh. And you're German, uh, so I know you're gonna be very honest and accurate. <laughs> Damn, it's a head scratcher. Um, okay, all right. Difficult question. Um, so I'm German, and you don't have fucking bread. <laughs> okay <laughs> bread just bread why don't you why aren't you able to do bread i don't get it um that's that was a big thing um i think uh, i don't know just just the food in general <laughs> okay no no that's fair that's fair it's like it's it's very sugary right everything has like sugar in it right or that's yeah, okay. Fat and, and and it's fatty, right? And it's not fresh. It's just, you know, it's yeah. really <laughs> uh, what really confused me was was the first time going to a grocery store and almost every item I bought got packed in a different plastic bag. <laughs> I think I went out with like 20 plastic bags and I was like what the hell? Why do I need 20 plastic bags? And around here in Germany, we don't have any plastic bags in grocery stores. You you can buy one if you need one, if you didn't bring your own like bag. Um, but you can reuse it all the time and it fits <laughs> all your groceries. And I was so confused with every item being in a different plastic bag. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just really funny, dude. Because like, if you experience it in both countries, like you'll you'll totally like notice the fucking difference. Like if so, if people people that you know listen, definitely gonna let Kirsten like finish. I, I I gotta interject and say, when you're in Europe, or probably I would assume all of Europe, but when you go into a grocery store, uh, the grocery stores are much smaller than they are in the U.S. because they're less variety and people usually know what the fuck they want. So there's probably only like maybe two or three com competing brands or competing products for the same type of item. So you go in, you get your shit. The bakery is all fresh goods. Um, if you ever if it's ever like nine o'clock in the morning and you want something to eat, don't go to McDonald's. Trust me, go get a small little like brushin. Um and enjoy that shit because it's like fret. you can't get better than like German baked goods. Um, so you go and you get your German, you get your baked goods, and like if you want to go grocery shopping, you get all this shit, and you go up to the cash register, and I would assume if there's nobody in front of you, the whole cash register experience should take about a minute and a half at most. You you put your shit on the belt, 
the cashier is sitting in a chair, ringing it up, not talking to you. And then when they're done ringing, you need to give them your money to pay for it. And there's no bag. You better have a book bag or something like or a reusable bag to put that shit in. And this should all be done in a, in a minute and a half. And if you go over the minute and a half, the Germans will start. First off, the cashier is going to look at you like you're dumb. And then everyone that's waiting in line, they're going to start mouthing off at you like hurry the fuck up and all that. Shit. So you really have like a minute and a half of time. <laughs> you better hurry up. You better hurry up. If, if one German isn't bad enough, like, imagine, like, five Germans in line behind you just, like, saying, hurry the fuck up, get out, or, like, what's taking so long? This should be a yeah. quicker process. They have no fucking patience. Like, they don't care if you look like you're from the city. They have no fucking patience. No. <laughs> you better get your shit together as, as soon as possible. Oh, my God. So... The grocery store, that makes sense with the plastic bags. And I think, did you tell me, was it the first week or first like month after drinking the water that you got sick? Was that right? You told me like you you tasted like American water and like you got sick, like you couldn't process the water in comparison to like Germany? Um, no, not really. It was, it was, you have chlorine Correct. in your water. That's right. That's and right. And I went blonde from showering holy shit wait whoa, whoa your hair went blonde yes holy shit. from showering it's that, that fucking cool shouldn't happen that should not happen <laughs> you can see my face bro like i didn't remember that oh my god dude that's really fucking bad and yeah, we just drink it and you should not drink that that's <laughs> toxic holy shit Maybe that's why we're like our health, our, our health standards are so like are so bad. Probably. I mean, especially if we're drinking like tap water. Damn. So. I will say if you ever go to Germany, you can definitely taste the difference in the quality of water between like the states and here. But on top of that, I will say, would you say that beer is probably the same price as water, if not cheaper? Could be right. Water has to be cheaper. Okay. Okay. Um, but the next cheapest thing is beer. <laughs> that you don't drink. So you usually get, uh, oh, that's right. I get yeah. Stillis Wasser. But you get usually get like mineral Wasser or something, right? Mm. Okay. But you can drink the tap water here. It's really good. And if you drink it in America, you probably get sick. That makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't realize. So, like, I I don't know if it comes from drinking water in Germany, but sometimes you can taste how bleached the water is here. Like, I can realize. I don't know if the average person can, but mm -hmm. I can definitely tell if it's really bleached. I think at normal levels, I probably won't be able to tell. But, like, if I, if I taste water that's very chlorinated, I can easily say, I can't drink this. Like, it's too chlorinated. Yeah, I don't know. Government standards are pretty bad where they just allow that shit to be put in the put in the water. And I mean, I think in restaurants they have like a filter or something, so it's not it's not chlor. Maybe that's it. Okay. But but the, the ice cubes are chlorinated. <laughs> so you're not gonna escape it. So uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> just don't. Don't do that. That's not healthy. <laughs> No, that makes I think Germans are probably most prideful about their bread and water, I would say. 
about our what? Uh, bread and water, right? That's something that that you guys yeah. pride yourselves on because it's so natural and fresh and crisp and blah blah blah. Like, you know, I was at uh, I think I was in a train station on Thursday. I was going to work, and I was kind of hungry for like a quick snack, and I just thought about it. And I thought, holy shit, I really wish I was at a train station to get like a ditch, like bakery item. Like, you know, like the, oh my God, it's so fucking good. And it's not even good. It's, we don't, no, we no, don't I know, I know. It's just like, if you're coming off of the train and you need something like quick, I mean, it's in a train station, so it can't be like that great. It's, holy shit. I would even kill for that right now. And I mean, maybe you can go to like the local like uh, Etika or Kaufhaus and go get, you know, something. So fucking good, dude. Damn. I miss it back. Bakeries. Bakeries. Yeah. What's the bakery, right? Is that how you say it? The mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while since I've uh since I've been out there. Um what was it's been three years, buddy. That's still a long For time. Kristen. It's been a long time. It's still been a long time. It really has. You know, Prague is my favorite city, but I think Germany is my favorite country. Like I just I feel maybe at home until I'm like there for like a couple of days. And then the German personalities start getting on my nerves. And then I'm like, nah, I need to go back to, to the States. Hey. <laughs> it's okay. It's the older people. It's not the younger ones. You guys actually talk to people. You're not that bad. The older people though, totally different story. We don't talk to people just in elevators. or <laughs> That's so, so you would definitely say that's another thing of like, I guess in terms of, you know, American items, you could say the the grocery store, the baked goods, the water, the bread and so forth. So I guess culturally, you would easily say that Americans, I wouldn't say the nicest people, but they just randomly talk to people, right? Yes. In- and it's really difficult to like build friendships and know how how close you are to people in in america because they just ask you how you are and how your family is even if they don't know you and that's a question you would <laughs> ask someone you are really close with in germany so you wouldn't just ask for the family members how they are if you don't know the person really really good <laughs> i'm laughing from what you said i had a, i had an experience so I think it was before I went to Freiburg. I was leaving Cologne and I was going on the train to maybe Amsterdam. Oh my God, that's another story because you you saved my ass and I have to let everyone know that you saved my ass. So I was, the, the train to Amsterdam was at 6, 6 a.m. and I think I, I got to Cologne at like 10 p.m. And I had to wait. I don't know. I think I was walking around until like 2 a.m. So I had to wait four hours for the train. And so... I was in the Cologne train station and I was sitting at like the, the, the waiting room or the waiting, you know, the, the, where you sit at. And there were, there was another guy my age, if not a little younger. And there was like a German couple. They might've been in their sixties and we were, it was just four of us from like two to 6 AM. And I guarantee nobody said a fucking word for four hours so like i think it was like maybe two and a half hours went through and i don't remember if i was on my phone or whether i was just looking around or just seeing people go through the train station at like three or four o'clock in the morning but i just said this is ridiculous why don't you people fucking talk 
I just like snapped. I just snapped from the lack of like contact and like socializing. I just I just snapped and said, "Why don't you people fucking talk?" And the guy that was like around my age, he just looked at me and said, "Good question." And that was it. Like he didn't say anything. <laughs> we don't talk to Oh, and it just it just immediately set. So like it was the lack of not talking, but it was also like the older German couple was wearing the socks and like Velcro sandals. So like I was already like fucking annoyed. I'm like all these fucking people because, you know, they do that shit. They do that shit in Europe. Like they really just wear like the socks and fucking sandals. It's so terrible. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, I know. You're like, holy shit. That's fucking true. It is true. Like that's that's what, what they do. So. To go back to um, to how Kirsten saved me, I I like I said, I think that six a.m. train ride was going to Amsterdam. I want to say, and I spent the day in Amsterdam. The first meal that I had was probably four or five o'clock in the afternoon. I had uh, pickled herring. That's like the staple of Amsterdam. I know you're looking confused, but it's all going to make sense to you pretty soon. So I had pickled herring, which is basically it's like raw herring. And they put like diced onions and pickles on it and blah, blah, blah. And they gave some other meal. Some it was some side with it and they gave me fries. So I ate it. It was actually pretty decent. I I spent the whole day in the red light district, just like toured and shit. And I went back to the train station because I think it was like a, another 6 a.m. flight to, I want to say I was going to Freiburg from Amsterdam, probably. So I went to the train station at like 1 a.m. I was just like sleeping. I just posted up at a, at like a beam and I went to sleep for like four and a half hours. And this is where you come in, Kirsten. So somebody poked me and woke me up and it was the, like the, the train station police. And they said, Hey, you just got to watch your luggage with you. And I was trying to respond and I couldn't respond. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck? So I looked at myself I think I maybe I looked in a mirror or something like that. And I realized that my whole bottom left lip was like swollen. So I can't even like talk. And I'm just thinking, holy shit, maybe something at this train station bit me while I was sleeping. Like maybe, you know, maybe something bit me and like my lip just like got swollen from there. And then, you know, I maybe I tracked back and I realized that it probably came from the pickled herring, whatever was in there. It was something that I had an allergic reaction to. So I uh, I I told Kirsten and she told me that I think you had ointment or something. Maybe you bought ointment or you had ointment. You say you would give it to me when I saw you. And when I saw Kirsten, she immediately gave me the ointment and probably it cleared up in about two days. I don't know what the fuck I would have done without that ointment. Like, seriously, I would have just had a swollen lip for like the rest of my trip. You are a fucking godsend. I appreciate that. Holy shit, man. What an adventure. But the the holy shit, man. Being in Freiburg and Dresden, that's And Constance. And Constance. You you've definitely shown me a lot. Like different like churches, the Rhinefall, uh different restaurants, the the Altstadt and Constance and you know the Altstadt in, in, in Dresden. Do you um, remember mine now? Yeah, holy shit, that's right. Yeah, mine out insole. Insole mine you out. Were, you were surprised at how clear the water was? 
at the Lake of Constance. You have to remember that I live in New Jersey. Like our water's literally brown. Yeah, it's and like- <laughs> you can see the floor of, of the lake like all the time. Yeah, you guys are, are so fucking serious about your environment. It makes no sense why other countries are not to that standard, but no, I was completely surprised by the level of of quality of the water there. And just in general because I mean, you guys are pretty pretty fucking serious about your, you know, your environment. Die Umwelt. Um where it just doesn't make sense when you see a place like that and you go back to your, you know, back to your home and then you just see nothing but like brownish or water that doesn't look natural. It's like, holy shit, how is this possible? Like mm-hmm. we just destroy our environment. And I'm sure that's that's one of the things that you've seen definitely being in the States. Right. It's like the, the difference in environment. And I was so confused about uh, like not separating garbage. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I let was you so take. I'm confused over. that you just have like two different garbage cans, and we have like five different garbage cans. So, can, for for the people listening, can you give a description about how they're probably like, bro, what the fuck? How are there like five different ways to recycle? So, like, can you go through like the five? I think it's seven, but like, can you go? It could be. So it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, paper, it's glass, it's plastic. It's biological waste, and it's waste you cannot uh, like re reuse or re not reusable, right? right. Recycle, yeah. <laughs> and I was really confused by just like two garbage cans, and I was like, "How am I supposed to throw things away? I I have to separate them." basically i think i think what germany did was they not only are they more efficient with recycling but i think they cut out the middleman and when i say the middleman i think because of our system here we expect like our recycling to then be sorted out by someone that's employed which basically means that okay now we need an employee to sort this out rather than just doing it ourselves like germany is that fucking efficient where you know you do it by yourself and i think tell me if i'm wrong your 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 plastic bottles or your glass can also be separated by color, right? Yes. That's yes, it. Yes. Okay. That's why there's seven. So it's like it's paper, it's plastic, it's biodegradable, it's non-recyclable, and then you got the glass bottles. It's like the clear and then the colored glass bottles, right? Yeah. Okay. I think it's even it's the clear ones, then it's the green ones and the brown ones. You people are so fucking anal. It's so ridiculous. But it's efficient. And I mean for the environment, it it, may, it makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um, was there anything that you actually enjoyed about the States? Um, it's it's all about convenience. <laughs> it's fair. So you can basically do everything by car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you have sense. a drive through for pharmacy, for alcohol, <laughs> for, for just everything. You can just drive through everything. <laughs> The studio owner's laughing about that. Like, it really makes it like there's a fucking drive through for it. Like, you, everything is literally, you get in your car, you just go. It's, I was <laughs> amazed. Amazed. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Because I think in Europe, definitely the old world, but Europe is basically a multitude of cities that accommodate non car travel. Like, the city, is you know there's a subway um 
they have like you know the the random tram going around the city like everything can be accessible by taking the tram or walking right i mean we have overall germany we have really good public transport you can get oh. everywhere by public transport i think that's the dif- that's a difference to to america to yeah because i mean the thing is is that in certain cities let's say new york city right you can get you can go everywhere by subway so new york new york city is probably the best the the best comparison um to a, a european city because you don't necessarily need the car to to go anywhere like the subway can probably be as accessible to uh for everyone than a car except if you're going to LaGuardia Airport which you know as a takeaway LaGuardia Airport is by far one of the most inaccessible airports in the world because look so you basically so Kirsten you have to take the subway to somewhere in Queens New York and then you have to take a bus or a taxi to get to the airport like there's no direct stop to exactly so otherwise LaGuardia Airport everything is accessible by the subway like you can okay. easily find some some place. Uh, you can go all the way for up to the Bronx, up from the Bronx, all the way down to like you know Brooklyn by the subway. That's how great of a system that it is. But that's just New York City. Now everywhere else in the states, the continental U.S. is very inaccessible because we strayed away from the city. Like probably maybe two hundred, three hundred years ago, everything was based on the city, and then you know because of the suburbs or because people live in the country, that's when Everything was done by car and we've, you know, because we're ass backwards, we've just kept up like that. So is there anything, is there anything else that you really liked about the States outside of convenience? I I really like that everyone is minding their own business. Instead of the Germans? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, because <laughs> when, when I walk around, like like rolling around in my oh. wheelchair in Germany. <laughs> Everyone is just staring. Oh, that's true. That's Nobody's true. saying anything, but everyone is just staring and nobody would stare at you in the States. That's a good point. You you do you remember us going around in like Freiburg and like people were staring? I'm like, I don't know if they're staring because you're like in a wheelchair or I'm black. Like it's both, probably both. <laughs> we're both probably like both. We're both like because less they than one. Didn't see that before? No, of course not. We're both like less than one percent of the population. So like, whenever you see, it, you just fucking stare. Holy shit, man! Did yes, you? Um... So annoying. <laughs> so, so fucking annoying. <laughs> fucking Germans so just stare. That that won't happen in. In the states, it's, it's so diverse, and everybody's just minding their own business. True. I mean, that's a good point. I think if anything, we'll probably like we'll just like subliminally look. Like we'll try to get like a peek, and then like we'll just like go back to our business. Like if we see like a little person on the street or something like that, you like oh, okay, you look for like two minutes, like two seconds, and then it's like oh okay, that's it. Go back to your business. Germans like really fucking stare. Yeah. And I mean, I I was at the the coasts, like like the east coast yeah. and the the west coast yeah. most of the time. But I I traveled through America. You went to California, right, with your parents? Yeah, okay. but but we were driving through like the whole country over four weeks. Yeah. 
So we were driving through Midwest and that was scary as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. So that's, that's I, I was in the, in a hotel in the Midwest and there were just white dudes with guns. <laughs> and then there was one black woman coming in and everyone was just staring at her. And I was like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Yeah. Just all the white guys with the guns staring at this black woman it was just that really scary. Especially as a German saying that, you're probably like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. We're yeah. And I went to a I I Googled it how you how you say to it. Um I went to a public shit house. Oh, an outhouse? That's what we call it. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, wir sagen das, uh, outhouse, auf English. Like, outhouse. Yeah. Outhouse. That's what we call like, it. Outhouse. What the hell? We don't have that for like 50 years. <laughs> And it was a public, public outhouse. <sighs> what did they have as toilet? Did they have toilet paper or did they have like a corn cob? What did they have? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I went to uh, so. I, w I went to one with uh, my grandfather and my uncle. They took me and like they live in like fucking Georgia. So um, they grew up just like working on farms and shit like that. So they took me to an antique store and one of the antiques was actually an outhouse. I didn't know what the fuck it was. So like I go in and, you know, I'm looking and I just see like a fucking like corn cob just like on the side. So I asked my uncle what is this corn cob for? Why is this here? He said, yeah, you know, we really didn't have newspaper back in the day. So like, we just had this like cork. It was a, like a, an eaten like corn cob. It was just like the cob itself. You you don't do that, right? Not now, but no, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> I think, no, no, no. I think people are way, way too advanced to use that system now. But I mean, 40, 50, I'm not gonna say 40, 50 years ago, maybe eight, 70 or 80 years ago. I'm sure the newspaper was probably used for something within the household where, you, you know, you didn't have any extra newspaper to wipe your ass. But I guess the corn cop was relatively inexpensive for you to buy corn. And then once it's eaten, it's, you know, you have the cob to use. So I guess that's that's what you were used to wipe your ass. <laughs> But on the other hand, I never saw such well-maintained rest stops. At the really? Yeah, they were really good. The, like, are you talking in about in Jersey, Germany? Are you talking about in like in Jersey, or are you talking about like on your trip through the Midwest? On my trip through really the whole country. Interesting. That is actually very interesting. I I think it was everything was like purple hot something. Oh, purple. No, no, no. It's a, yeah, it's a purple heart highway or something like that. I don't know what, exactly what it means. That's just what they call it. I don't, I don't know if they spend more money to maintain the rest stops, but, um, that They're real sense. good. But again, I mean, for example, right? Rest stops. I think rest stops are bigger here than they are in Germany, right? Like a rest stop would be just something very, very small. You go in. It's kind of like a convenience store. Like that's just about you need. You got the gas pump and you got a convenience store and that's it. Our rest stops are like five or ten different places for you to get something to eat. They have a convenience store. They have like a huge fucking bathroom that you don't have to pay for. And then you have the gas pumps. 
Mm. That's pretty. Ah, that's a good point. That's very accommodating. Um, mm. I would say when my mom and I were coming back from Milan, we were driving through Switzerland and we got to Austria and I needed directions to get back to Munich. I, I think we were somewhere like out of outside of Klagenfurt or Salzburg. It was one of those places. Innsbruck. That's where I think we were like an hour outside of Innsbruck. And we stopped at this gas station and we went inside and that was some of the freshest fucking food I ever smelled. I think we got like chicken wings and a ham sandwich, I want to say. But it, uh, trust me, that was I did not expect to find very great fucking food at a gas station rest stop in Austria. Like that food is fucking legit. That food is legit. I would I would say and actually the main the 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 studio owner he gave me this recommendation but I was in I was in Dallas a couple months ago and uh I asked Ming for a couple suggestions and he said go to uh, uh not Surf City what the hell is it uh, uh the barbecue place No 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 not the barbecue place the tacos what oh, the fuck? And Del- uh, oh, Fuel City. Fuel, Fuel City. City. Fuel City. Fuel. Thank you, man. <laughs> so, Fuel City was the name, and it's like a chain of like gas stations, but they have their own like preparation service for tacos. So you can go in, and they have legit like make tacos on site. You would not expect that at a gas station. Like you just see Fuel City, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just go get some gas. But like in gas. Most of them would have a convenience store with it, but you would not expect them to be making tacos on site. And the tacos, as Ming had told me, were pretty fucking good. Pretty good tacos. You really don't know what you'll get out of uh, gas stations in, in other countries and other states. You know, you really never know. Mm. That is really funny. Um, what, what? Do you know what I really, really missed? Oh, if it's something that's packaged, I could probably send it to you. So let me know. No, it's not. It's burritos. What? Really? Yeah. It was the first time for me eating burritos in the States. And I never found burritos like that in Germany before. But now there's a burrito store from an from an American lady in the street where, where I'm ro- walking. Uh, working. Uh, <laughs> Germans in the pronunciation. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. Walking. Work. Work. Nicht wert. Nicht wert. Work. Work. <laughs> You're hilarious. Can you repeat that? Work. 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 Yeah, that's a little better. It's a little better. It's it's okay. Germans just don't pronounce their R's. It's okay. It's it's understandable in this in this day and age. It's well known. It's acknowledged. It's fine. <laughs> You're laughing my Oh my god! No, it's all good. So now, now I have a burrito store right around the corner. Really? And that's really, really, really good. Is it? <laughs> congrats. Is it? Question for you. Is it nearby the Lebowski bar? Is it close by, or is that different? Is it like distance? I mean, everything in the Neustadt is kind of close to the Lebowski bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. Yo, main question for you. Did you, have you ever heard of a Lebowski bar? Uh, I have. I haven't been there, but uh, yeah, I know that okay. there is one out there. 
Okay, I'm glad to know. So for people people listening that don't know, I don't know if it's the same like uh, same like franchise group or whatever, but in different cities, I would I guess say in Europe, I don't know if they have them in America's, but like in different cities, and I've seen it in Prague, they have uh, Lebowski bars, and um, it's you know completely an allusion to uh, the Big Lebowski. Karrison had never seen it, and uh, when I was coming to dresden i had told her about the movie i said you gotta watch it in english because the german like the 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 the, the translation just doesn't match and so i got the lebowski i think i bought it off of amazon and i brought it on the trip and we watched the big lebowski and then you know we just watched the movie and i think we were just like hanging out in the city and we were coming back to her apartment and we saw the Lebowski bar. I did not expect to see that. I was like, holy shit, Lebowski bar. We didn't go in. But, you know, at least Kirsten knows that it's right around the corner or close by. Yeah. And now I understand you better because almost everything you say is from the movie. <laughs> no, man. It's not like that, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a classic movie. It's a very classic movie. I enjoy it. Um, so the the last I want to say we probably have maybe like 10, 15 minutes, something like that. That sounds about right. Maybe like 10 minutes. Um, as a native German, have you seen to a more serious topic? Have you seen the effects or the change that's going on in Europe uh, because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine? Like, have you seen refugees coming in or like, what do you say? Or like, are the Germans generally like, you know, heightened fears that Russia like might come for y'all? So there are a lot of refugees actually coming and there are a lot of um, actions like you can you can offer your apartment over Airbnb um, cheaper because okay. of the like refugees coming in and a lot of uh, actions there and um, yeah charity stuff. Wow! So there, there's actually a lot going on. Um, many people offer their apartments and there's a, a platform you, where you can um, log in if you have a bed free in your apartment. And so that's a lot right now. Um, other things that we um, just experience right now, like the gas prices just exploded. In fucking like Europe. It, liters, not gallons, like in liters is even more fucking expensive. <laughs> in liters. It was, I think it was 180 in liters, which is already pretty, pretty high. I- and it it went to 220 Within a few days. Ooh, I would probably say, what would you say? It's about three liters to a gallon, three to four liters to a gallon. Would you say that's the comparison? So I think, yeah. It's a, think. So if you're saying it's 220 uh, per liter in Germany, it's around, let's say, with the exchange rate, maybe like $7 per gallon. For, for Americans listening, that would be about $7 per gallon. I'm sure that's still cheaper than what it is in California. But for the average person that lives outside of California, that's pretty fucking expensive for gas. So, um, so yeah, you guys are suffering. I mean, you're much closer. And I think you guys get 
maybe 30% or something like that. Uh, Europe gets 30% of its natural gas or 30% of its oil from Russia. So, um, yeah, you guys are definitely taking a bigger hit than uh, than the Americans. That sucks. So heating is also getting a lot more expensive. Jeez. So we were told that maybe we just like have to cut down on heating. Wow. Holy and shit. it's also electricity for some industries, it's supply chains. So the the industries even I think for cars, they depend on on uh, materials from right, right. Russia or from Ukraine and they don't they can't get the materials to, to build the cars. So now you have a supply shortage because yeah. the cars are just not being made. So mm. wow. And like have you seen have you seen a huge jump in uh like like food prices too? I, not just from general inflation, but like for as a result of, of this? Not yet, not yet, but um they were saying that maybe some some items will run out. Like cooking oil or something like that could run out because a lot of it is coming from from the east. That is crazy, dude! Wow, you guys are really directly affected by this. Um, yes. What did the did the government like? Are, do people fear that Russia could eventually like invade Germany? I mean, I don't think they're that stupid, but like, is there like a like even a small communal fear that that Putin will? get to y'all i think if, if he took poland i think that'd be a different story you're probably like holy shit like if he took poland like he, he could come for us but um mm -hmm. you guys just like look at him as a madman he just write it off or like what do y'all think i think some people are scared um i'm not <laughs> i believe that i definitely believe that <laughs> <laughs> i mean I'm I'm living in East Germany right now and I grew up in West Germany and East Germany is a lot closer to Russia and they're really, really shocked by it. Like they totally really? didn't expect that to happen. And wow. as a West German person, I was like, yeah, kind of expect that, that to happen at some point. You would expect. Yeah, you would think. You would think. Yeah, so I'm not that shocked, but the, the people in East Germany are really like shocked and surprised by it. Wow. And a lot of those people, I mean, the younger, you know, as young as you are, you know, think about the older people that actually lived in like East Germany where, you know, they, it was a Soviet satellite state. So they were basically like Soviet influence. So I'm sure they're they're probably, I don't know. They could be happy about this, but yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's that's some shit. I mean, you're closer to it than 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 I am, but uh, wow, that's some shit. That really fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's so the re the refugees and the gas prices are what I experience like every day. Gotcha. That's just really um, yeah. And have you seen anything for like travel? Have you seen like any like travel changes or like, you know, flights again? Because of like all the sanctions against um, all the sanctions against Russia has gone to so many industries. Like 
Nobody's flying in and out of Russia. Like no airlines. The, any Russian-owned airlines are not flying to, I guess, EU uh, EU cities. Um, Gazprom is probably like not being used as an energy um, as an energy company. Like there's so much different shit. Like have you have you seen less or at least Russian banks if they had like a location in Germany like they're not being used at all. Like have you seen any of this shit? Not yet. I'm I'm not that um, informed. Gotcha. <laughs> I have to admit, but um, yeah, I just yeah heard that people are scared um, traveling east. Yeah. Again, I mean, I decided this six years ago that I wouldn't fly over Ukraine, but it looks like a lot of people are taking that stance. <laughs> um, fuck. I was about to ask something. Have you okay? So, if you've seen refugee Ukrainian refugees, have you seen like any Russian refugees where like they they don't like Putin and like they're just trying to get the fuck out of the country and maybe they they find refuge in uh in Germany? Not personally. Okay. Um, could be possible, but I haven't seen. Wow. Okay. Me. And you say you say I guess the German government is rather like open arms for the Ukrainian refugees. Like they're just like, if you, you know, if you're in a war torn country, just, just come here. And wow, man, that is fucking insane. That is some shit to actually see refugees like that. Wow. Um, how's yo question for you? How are the, uh, cause I know you're, you're like a social worker, right? Um, not really. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm a psychotherapist. Got it. All right. You're a psychotherapist. Now question for you. Where are the Syrian refugees in Germany? Are they still like in like have they completely settled into society or are they still like in like I'm not I don't want to say can't well I'm not gonna go down that road. But if no, <laughs> don't go down that road. Are they like are they are they in like refugee like what like where are they where are they housed at? Or have they like really integrated into society? I think most have integrated and it's not like the the um how do you call it? Like the shelters anymore? They okay. are like in, they're in just like, I don't know. They're just integrated, in, in, right? Hmm? They're just integrated, right? Yeah, mo most of them, yeah. And if not, they're in, in normal housing okay. with social workers and stuff. Okay. Have you... So it, have you uh have you seen from the the Syrian refugees that you personally have met are they like integrated with the language or do they still do they still struggle or you know have they fully understood German as as difficult of a language that it is with its fucking grammar like have they have they really learned the language I think that really depends on their their surrounding okay. like if they're just living with other Syrians I guess they don't learn it because they don't have to. That makes sense. If they don't have have a work, they don't really need it. If they if they're working, if they're living in normal housing, they learn it. Gotcha. Okay. No, no, that was good. I um I think we might be another difference. Go ahead. Of what? Between America and Germany. Like in America, there's the flag everywhere. Yeah. And if you see the German flag oh. <laughs> in Germany, you kind of get 
nervous? <laughs> I, you know what? When I was driving to the studio, I thought about this somehow, you know, because of our conversation, I completely forgot. But that's patriotism and or national. Like that is a huge difference. So I, if we have five minutes left or three minutes, I definitely want you to take it away, like to explain the difference because I'm an American, right? And I'm not saying that as like, yeah, fuck America. Like, I'm not saying it like that. But as a German, please detail or describe the difference between Americans waving the flag and Germans waving the flag. Because this is a different I connotation. Think, it's it, like it means two different things when you see it in two different places. Yeah, I think in America, it's just patriotism and uh, for us, patriotism is pretty close to nationalism. <laughs> so if you see a German waving around a German flag, he's probably racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a neo-Nazi probably? Yeah. Or just a racist fuck that's not a neo-Nazi? I'm sure you see more of it in like, holy shit, do you remember... Um. In Dresden, we were we were walking around and we saw the fucking demonstration to like neo-Nazis in Dresden, right? That's right. Holy shit. It was a huge fucking like protest against neo-Nazis or ADF. I think that's that's probably what it was. Um for people that don't know, ADF is basically AFD. AFD. Alternative for Deutschland. Good now. Um so AFD is a political party. It's a far right. Uh, it's a right wing uh, political party in Germany that if you want to if you want to like a good comparison, think of Trump uh, as a political party in Germany. But a lot of these people are racist assholes. They you know, a lot of them are either of the former East Germany or they're just racist assholes that, you know, all throughout Germany, but their beliefs are like right wing nationalism and shit like that. And I want to say now in the Reichstag that, Bundestag. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I apologize. I'm sorry. The Bundestag. Um, yeah. They are what the second biggest party or the third biggest party? They could be now. Mm, I think third or fourth. Okay. So mm. that's it's still pretty scary. I, I really apologize for that, Kirsten. I meant to say Bundestag. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that, you know, but also the fact that they have the platform that they have and they're the third or fourth largest political party in the country. Those are the people that Kirsten are usually referring to as to when they wave their flag. Um, and you know, it's a, it's, it's a scary sight. I mean, I would, I would honestly say, and this is a huge difference and Kirsten will probably know it too. Um, huge difference between German and American society is that the Germans learn from their mistakes. The Americans do not. So, you know, going in, you know, I've, I've been to a concentration camp. I've been to a death camp. I've been to a Jewish cemetery um, in, in Prague and in, uh, Poland and, and so forth. And I think every time I've always seen uh, German like a uh, a German tour, like a tour of school kids uh, from Germany so they can learn of the atrocities that were committed by, you know, the predecessors or, you know, their, their ancestors and shit. Um, but here we don't do that. And I'm sure you've seen that from 
from everything that goes on in American society, right, Kirsten? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty sad. And the way that Kirsten was describing, you know, waving of the flag is like, okay, here is patriotism, but sometimes the patriotism is really put in a negative light because of you know, it's not like the U.S. apologizes for certain things. Germany has formally apologized and did everything possible by educating its youth that this cannot happen again. This is bad. We fucked up. We own up to it. But let's try to make sure that this doesn't happen. And then USA Kirsten on the other side for the United States. What is our response for that? <laughs> do the same. Do the same fucking thing. Right. Just, you know, try to cover up as much as possible. Um. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Did you did you have any other uh, takeaways? Because I think we're almost running out of time. Well, we're almost out of time. Did you have any other takeaways for like this discussion? That's it, huh? That's it. All right. Well, I'm I'm glad you did. You have fun on the podcast. Of course. I you know what I really appreciate that. I'm glad that you had a ball. Um. So this was a very nice discussion. Um. Kirsten, I will. I still have two episodes after this. I will probably talk to you tomorrow because I have like back to back episodes. Um, but I appreciate you being on the show. Um, Thanks. yeah, wait, Thanks you were about to say something. Me. Oh, no problem. I appreciate it. I hope within maybe I'll make it out there next year. I would say I'm, I'm doing South America and Asia this year, but maybe I'll take like a trip to uh to Germany next year. And we can just hang. I, I hope everything goes well. I would love to meet your girlfriend. Um, that would be really cool. Getting hopefully I can see Raffaella too. Um, we'll see. But um, thank you again, Kirsten, for being on the show and giving us you know perspective about so many things about what Americans do right, what Americans do wrong, um, the differences between you know living in both countries, how the political situation is going on. Um, and thank you again. <laughs>